0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Shit Your Upline Says. We are here for episode nine. I am your host, Marcy X. Cruz. And before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for being here, maybe for the first time, maybe for the ninth time. And it's just really, it's a really beautiful space and it's been really wonderful connecting with so many of you. So I just want to share my gratitude for you for being here. So give yourself a pat on, on back. I know there's a lot of podcasts and there's a lot of places that You could be, and a lot of people you could have in your ear right now. So I feel honored and grateful that you are choosing to put me in your ear. Okay, so today we are going to talk about something that is not so much like a specific phrase, right? Up until this point, we've looked at some very specific phrases and words that we hear Upline says. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about like an energy and a feeling that is not supportive. But that is very systemic in the network marketing industry. And this is something that has been coming up in my circle, in my space, all over the place. These conversations are like, I'm not even starting the conversations. I'm just noticing that this is like, this is the collective is experiencing this, and also, I think, starting to notice, and I hope starting to notice how problematic it is. So it's, it is the general sense of scarcity and lack that exists, especially in low ticket network marketing. So if you don't know what those words mean, or if that's a new concept to you, or even if they're not, I just want to put some context so you know what I'm talking about, what I mean, and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, how it shows up, and we're going to talk about where we get to go if we feel stuck in this, because there is there is another way, right? So, lack and scarcity is an energy, really a vibration, a frequency that we operate at where we feel. Like there isn't enough. Now, oftentimes this is spoken about or these terms are used when we talk about money or money mindset. But a scarcity or lack mindset, that vibration, it is not specific to money. If you are in lack, you are likely feeling it in a lot of areas of your life. And so in business, this can show up as yes, a lack of money, but can also be a lack of opportunity, a lack of clients, a lack of people to reach out to, right? We hear that all the time. Like, I ran out of people to talk to, a lack of, of people who are interested. And the truth is, there is no shortage of any of those things. There is no shortage of money to be made. There is no shortage of people who want what you offer. There is no shortage of people who want to be spending money. There is, there is no shortage of any of that. But as soon as we believe that, then those, that is what we're going to source, right? So if we believe that there's not enough people or that people aren't going to spend X number of dollars to join my team or to buy my products, then what we're going to attract are the people who don't have enough money to join you or to buy your products or feel like they don't. And so where we see this, and so I, I'll give you a little backstory that some of the some of the conversations coming up recently that sparked this conversation and me talking about this today is the number of people who are in a similar space as I am, where they are network marketers themselves, but that they also offer something. To network marketers, so they support network marketers. Their clients are network marketers, and what we have found, I've got a little a little co- cohort, if you will, of people who create um, or provide services specifically for network marketers. And so we're selling things, right? We we have things to offer people who are in the network marketing space. And what a lot of people who are in that space are feeling like is, and this is, I've heard this three times over the past week. I think I need to change my target market. I think I need to start talking to a different audience. I don't know if network marketers are the right people to work with. And all of that is coming from the fact that the audiences, right? Their people, our people, because I am, I am in this boat as well, are requesting very specific types of support. They are wanting to excel in an area of their business. They know they need coaching. They know they need support. But when we, as Service providers, or as entrepreneurs who serve network marketers, go and create the very thing people are asking for and looking for and wanting. Nobody shows up to buy. Nobody wants to spend the money. And a very common mentality is I don't make enough money in my business to justify spending that kind of money. And that, my friends, is an example of lack. And this is something that is rampant in the network marketing space. And large part, so I've been thinking a lot about like, where does this, like, where does it actually come from? Where does this belief stem from. So obviously, everybody who enters the network marketing space, they come in with their own set of beliefs. They come in with their own trauma, their own upbringing, their own very unique, very diverse sets of trauma and beliefs that are going to shape us, right? But from the get-go, it is very common that people enter into this industry and enter into their opportunity with this kind of idealistic i can spend a very small amount of money to start a business and there is potential to make a lot of money now this is true this is true you can and people have spent very little money to start a business and have made good money from it but the people who are successful do not make a lot of money simply because they paid the startup fee and started using the products and it just happened the people who are successful a have a very supportive belief system they have the confidence they are not in lack or scarcity and in most cases they are investing in their business in other ways right there's there's monetary investments there's energetic investments there's time investments and while the startup fee may have been small, if you actually were to like pull the cover back, you would find that most, not all, there are some examples that, that don't fit this, but most people have invested in coaches and maybe not even after they joined their company, but maybe they were in therapy for 20 years before they started their business. Maybe they had a really awesome career that gave them a lot of skills Maybe they come from a marketing background. Maybe they have a personality that just naturally connects with people. So that's where, you know, sidebar, we can't judge, right? We can't compare, right? You can't look at somebody and be like, oh, they've only been in the business for a year and they're already making six figures. Okay, but what did they do before that, right? Like we we can't compare. And that's, um, that's not what this episode is about. Um, but... I have really, I I mean, I am really reminiscing on the fact that when I started my business, I actually, I, I spent a lot more than I needed to, to start my business. I essentially bought the entire product line and I did not need to do that, but it was what, it was the system. It was how people got started and I did not bat an eye at it because spending a couple of thousand dollars to buy every, every nutrition, every skincare product that there was, um, it actually it made sense to me. I was not shy to to invest that money. And but there are a lot of people who who don't do that. And so I think that, you know, I haven't pinpointed it, but as much as we say the words that this isn't a get rich quick scheme, that it requires hard work and dedication, we're also at the same time displaying and celebrating and showcasing the the ease, right, of like how this person so quickly made so much money and without showing the hard work, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the personal development work, the therapy, the leadership, the you know, rewiring limiting beliefs, the mindset shifting And so, and I'm even in, in looking at this, I'm also looking at and seeing how I'm guilty of it. I can see how I do celebrate the people who are doing it quickly and doing it big. I also am really upfront that to join me, it is not a low amount of money. I'm with a high ticket company. So the investment to get started is high, but you also make that back faster. And when I say faster, I mean in less amount of sales, right? In with the company that I am with, you come in and you have a big investment, but you get your return, you get, you see an ROI after four sales. So four sales, and you've made that large investment back because high ticket sales, high ticket products yield a high ticket commission. So I did a poll on Instagram last week after having a conversation with my friends at Social Studio. If you don't follow them at Join the Social Studio on Instagram, you need to know them if you're in the network marketing space. And if you probably already do, but if you don't, go follow them. And we were just chatting about this because they, they created something that their audience was looking for. And they priced it, if you ask me, low. They, they priced it below what it is worth. And they were met with low signups and a lot of comments and a lot of messages that people couldn't afford it. And they, we <laughs> got into a conversation and we shared some back and forth via Instagram and stories. But I did a poll just asking people, like, how do you feel about investing in your business, in yourself as a business owner. And the results were mind-boggling. And at the same time, not surprising, right? Because so I I speak a lot in terms of low-ticket companies versus high-ticket companies. Because for me, in my experience, there is a significant difference in money mindset, in lack or scarcity mindset versus abundant mindset. When you look at somebody who's spending $100 to get started with their business versus somebody who's spending $10,000 to start their business, right off the bat, you're going to separate, right, the low ticket from the high ticket uh, distributors, consultants, whatever your company calls you. So I simply asked people, how do you feel? Do you feel lit up and excited? Do you, like, does does investing in yourself come easily to you? Do you see money as an exchange, an energetic exchange? Do you, that was like option one. Second option was, do you, like, I invest, but cautiously. So I'm willing to invest. I'm not, like, against it, but I'm cautious about it. And then the third option was, I don't invest. I'm scared to invest. I don't make enough money yet to invest, et cetera, et cetera. And of the people who voted, so first of all, um, I actually didn't write down these numbers. I should have written down the numbers, but 75% of people, or no, I think it was it, it by the end of it was 83. 83% of people responded that they are happy to invest, but I dug a little bit deeper because only like 11% of people who saw the post and poll actually voted. And when I looked at the percentage of like who did vote versus who did not vote, the people who voted, and reminder 83% of those people said, I'm happy to invest. The majority of those people, all but one or two, are in high ticket sales. The other 89% of people who did not vote were in low ticket sales. So what this showed me is that people who might be in that lack or scarcity, they aren't even showing up to answer the question, but the people who are willing to invest are proud and happy to respond. And so I just, I've been thinking a lot about this because I think it's I think it's so true. And I think what we all need to be doing as industry leaders, as people who want to change the trajectory of our industry and how people feel about network marketing, right? Maybe that's part of your goal, maybe it's not. It's obviously part of what I do. But I really think that we need to be better about the picture that we're painting. And also, if we are truly looking for business builders, not signing people up who are not interested in building businesses. Because I know a lot of people who never intended on building a business, but now they're doing it, but they're like half in, half out. And of course, they're not gonna invest in a business that they're not even sure they wanna be running. But also, like, let's really paint the picture, right? Like, I, I tell people in our organization, we say, like, do not expect to make a sale in the first six months. Do not plan on being rich in the next year or two or three years. But if you put your head down, if you do the work, and when we say the work, not the, like, to-do list, but the inner work, if you focus and commit to that. And you stick with it and you truly commit and you show up, it is very likely that in three to five years, you will see the type of success that the people that we celebrate really, you know, in a really big way, the types of success that they're seeing. And also, everybody defines success a little bit differently. So that gets into like tricky waters. But obviously, that's the other thing too. As an industry, we put a lot of emphasis on success. As a $10,000 month or a six figure year, we put it on the money. And this is where, again, we get away from the person the human, the transformation that's possible. And I really just wonder like what would happen if we stopped painting this picture that like anybody can spend $100 and be making $10,000 in a month in a, in a short period of time. Because if you actually look at the numbers, there's there is a very small percentage of people who are actually creating those results. And I believe that if we as an industry shifted from a lack mindset into an abundant mindset, we would actually raise those numbers. So this is what I keep touting. This is what I keep coming back to and what's been really relevant and present for me, which is so many people think that in order to generate higher results, right? More yeses, more clients, more sales, a bigger team, more recruitment, right? More opportunities. They think in terms of what do I need to be doing more of? If I just reach out to more people, if I send more messages, if I send more emails, then I will generate more results. But if you're not generating awesome results and percentages, right? Like if we actually look at the percentages of how many people are you reaching out to and how many people are coming back saying yes or placing orders or joining your team, right? And so if we want to grow our businesses, if we want better results, we need to stop thinking in terms of what do we need to be doing more of and think more in terms of who do I need to become, in order to be the kind of person that generates these kinds of results. Because here's the thing, and I feel like I've said this before, but I'ma say it again. If you were the type of person, if you were being the kind of person that could generate the results you are after, you would have already done it. It would already be done and you'd be looking at something bigger. So the question becomes not what do I need to be doing more of or doing differently. It is who do I need to become to naturally and easefully and while in alignment and joyfully generate the results that I am committed to creating. Okay. I think... I think that's good. Ultimately, I would love for this to serve as a self-check for you to assess where are you in lack and abundance? Because if you feel like you're not making enough money in your business to invest, maybe the reason why... You aren't making money in your business or the type of money you want to be making is because you're not investing in yourself. I say this all the time, but this is something I believe to be true and something that's shifted things for me. But to invest in yourself is to believe in yourself. If you believe that you can do it, if you believe that you can spend $200 to transform your Instagram account, if you know and believe that doing that work will generate you at least 2000 or sorry $200 worth of revenue, then it would be a no-brainer. So it's not the problem is not that you don't have Enough money, or that your business isn't making enough money. The problem is you don't believe in yourself. The problem is you aren't the kind of person that will take that investment and turn it in to higher income. So my question for you is, who do you get to become to make that happen? I would love to have some conversations with you about this. And if you are interested, I am getting ready to launch an offer that is coming for the month of November, and it is going to be specifically around this idea of who do we get to become and really looking at our ways of being that are not supporting us and what ways of being and how do we very quickly and very easily shift from point A to point B so that we can become this new, higher, better version of ourselves. So keep an eye out for that. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram, do that. Get on my email list, get into my space, my world, send me a DM, email me um, because I would love, love, love to work with you and to be in this space with you because it is so, so powerful. And I think with that, we're going to call it a day. We're going to take a wrap on episode nine and I will see you guys next week for episode 10. And yeah, as always, please let me know if this resonated, what resonated, what triggered you, and let me know what shit your upline says. And maybe I will feature your phrase, your idea in a future episode. I hope you have a beautiful day and we'll see you next week for episode 10.